The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is here. Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. Now, the whole thing we are talking about is the constancy of the anointing. The fact that I must be anointed 24 hours a day, anointed every minute of the hour. No, I must be anointed every day of the week, 24 hours a day, every minute, every minute of the hour, and every second of the minute I should be anointed. That means there should be no second or minute or hour or day or week in my life where i'm not anointed and i know somebody will say this is impossible and the reason you think it's impossible is because you've divided life into spiritual and secular things so you think the anointing operates only in the spiritual things but when it comes to the secular things the anointing does not operate that there are many people even when they are laughing they think the anointing is not in the laughter. It is when they are crying, they believe the anointing is there. Now, so, we, we, we are looking at the anointing and it is possible to be anointed all the days of your life. It's, anointed, it's, it's possible to be anointed every week of your life. Every, every hour, every minute, every second. And today, I want to show you the anointing that glorifies God. The anointing that glorifies God. Now look at me for one second before I continue. Many people, today I was, me and mommy were talking, you know. Sometimes you see some people in the church and when you tell them, can you do this and this? The thing they say is, hey, me, I'm afraid of. They say, of what? They say, yeah, I'm afraid of daddy. How many of you have heard that before? Now, when you hear it, you may think it is only me they fear like that. Even God, that is the way they treat him. There are many people who are serving God and they are more afraid of making mistakes than being a child of God. Look, the reason I can prophesy is that I'm not afraid I'll make a mistake. Because even if I make a mistake, I prophesy in part. The reason I can take a microphone and preach the way I do is because I'm not afraid of a mistake. I'm not walking about thinking like Aaron, the high priest, that if I enter the Holy of Holies and make a mistake, God will just kill me there. I am not in the day of Aaron. I am in the day of Jesus Christ. And the day of Jesus Christ is called the day of grace. When Jesus Christ died, on the cross 
He didn't give me a license to misbehave and to rebel, but he gave me the opportunity to obtain mercy and grace from God, even if I don't do something right. The majority of Christians are walking about, thinking about in case they fall, what will happen? In case they make a mistake, what will happen? They are not walking about with the confidence of a child of God. With the boldness of a child of God. So the Bible said, we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But we have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So you see many Christians, oh, they, they are like Job, they are like Job. Job got up every day and offered sacrifice. Job was constantly at the altar. Chai. Where is the fowl? They bring it. Sacrifice. Where is the sheep or the goat? They bring it. He kills it. Bam! Sacrifice. Where is the donkey? They bring it. Bam! 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 Sacrifice. Where is the ox? They bring the ox. Bam! Bam! Sacrifice. Then they asked Job, why are you making so many sacrifices? He said, I'm making sacrifice on the behalf of my children, just in case they go and misbehave. That means that constantly in this guy's life, he's thinking about his children going to make mistake. And many Christians are thinking like that. So they are so timid, they are so tight, they are so worried. They spend every day thinking about in case they make a mistake. They are going to do an offering. They are thinking about in case they make a mistake. They are going to sing a song. They are thinking about in case they make a mistake. They are, think, they are ushering. They are thinking about in case they make a mistake. They, you say, you are preaching next Sunday and the whole of the week they cannot sleep. They are rehearsing their grammar. Reciting Bible verses and it's mixing up in their head. Whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. No, sorry. Do most to the glory of God. No, sorry. Do many to the glory of God. No, sorry. Do some to the glory of God. No, sorry. Bring me my Bible. Let me check it. They are always afraid. I'm going to make a mistake. So because of that, they cannot walk constantly under their note. Now, to walk constantly under their note, you will have to understand that Walking constantly under, under the anointing. You will have to understand that anything that glorifies God, you need an anointing to do it. And when we know the things that glorify God, then we know the things that can bring the anointing. So the constancy of that anointing is only possible if you know that you can glorify God in everything you do. And look at what Paul said. That whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. That means you can glorify God even in eating. You can glorify God in drinking. And you can glorify God in anything you do. So, anything you do glorifies God. Oh, glory. It also means that if you are drinking, the water must be clean. Take your time and drink clean water. Even if...
if you are drinking from a well because that is all you can afford or from a borehole because that is all you can afford boil the water and treat it yourself so that it does not contain do they call them coliforms so that it doesn't contain some kind of gems or some kind of small small worms kill them because the bible said he will bless thy bread and thy water but this water you are drinking is polluted water you are not drinking it to the glory of god when you are walking about in the street and you see children selling sachet water and they take their dirty hands and grab the sachet water and hand it over to you and you to collect it born again and you use your teeth and break it then immediately you plant it in your buccal cavity apply suction pump from your throat and this thing now is running in like a pump that has lost control some now anybody who drinks water and it pours on your chest you are not drinking to the glory of god when will we appear and look nicer than unbelievers more cultured than unbelievers do all to the glory of god means that you are doing it you see you are taking your time to drink this water because you don't want to get typhoid fever and terry fever you don't want to fall sick because this your body is a temple of god and you are careful about what enters the body now you see people drink water and the water chokes them and some of them sometimes it ends them up in a hospital because the thing went into their breathing passage that means you did not drink to the glory of god you drank like a villager have you seen the people who are eating rice and the fork pierced their own mouth before are you in spiritual warfare in the broken religion how can fork choke your mouth and some too you will see the fork and spoon hitting their teeth as if it's a warfare like like two gladiators are fighting kind kind chain, chain. and others are sitting by you and they are so uncomfortable they want to get up and run away because this warfare is not what they came for they came for restaurant they didn't come for warfare so the apostle is saying whatsoever you do whether you eat or drink in that case i believe specifically he was talking about food offered to idols in your eating or drinking don't eat food that they offer to idols and don't drink drinks they offer to idols he said these people they drink blood they drink the blood of animals but abstain from the blood of animals because if you keep drinking the blood of animals blood of animals you and drinking human blood you and a vampire or dracula there's no difference you are getting nearer drinking even human blood so whether you eat or drink don't eat food offered to idols don't drink drink that is offered to idols so in my impression i'll be very careful if i go to festivals in my village and they are bringing food i won't eat if i go to some of the outdoorings and it's not a christian dedication service and they bring food i will not eat if i sit in the ceremony and i see 
that they have dropped apetechi and dropped salt on the tongue of the baby they are coming to dedicate or, or outdoor then i know these people are practicing idolatry in that particular outdooring service i will not eat the other day somebody was going to marry and um, <laughs> they said they were going to do the zotuba the zotuba Zot and i asked what is the zot then they said they are just going to eat i told them go and investigate well the animals they used to cook and then do all that thing go and ask whether they just pull the animals and go and kill them or they offer sacrifice before they do it go and ask of course they went and asked they came and told me that well it looks like they just killed the animal i said well i don't know but when i used to be in the village and they said Zotub, it was a whole thing it was a whole thing there, there were a whole lot of things that were mixed up with that thing it was not just straightforward when did you see frafres meeting to eat and drink and alcohol and and sorry idol did not eat and drink with them they eat and drink and their forefathers are eating and drinking with them i used to be in the village with my father when he used to worship the idols and sometimes they would take some food and leave it outside and we asked the old man what about this food outside he says he left this out for his fathers of course i don't know whether the fathers came or not but the following day the food was still there maybe they ate into invisible stomachs there were no fathers demons just came around and demons don't eat i'm not teaching anything at all whether you eat or you drink whatsoever you do do all to the glory of god now let me give you another side of it the other side of this thing is that god is saying you're eating and you're drinking they glorify me it is not only your fasting that glorifies god your eating also glorifies god god is very happy to see you eating good food i didn't hear amen you if you don't say amen you will eat kuli kuli all the days of your life if you want don't shout amen and see when unbelievers are eating a bar and a foriro with proper meat in it and proper fish from today may your food change to the kind of food that glorifies god may god give you the anointing for proper food thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies and on that table they are not selling machine gun on that table is proper food david told mephibosheth mephi from today you will eat at my table may you start eating at king's table may your food change he said give us this day our daily bread god is concerned about the food you eat that is why the devil comes to jesus after the temptation and during the temptation after the fasting and he said command this stone to become bread may you glorify god with the food you eat when you are breaking your fast can you imagine you are breaking your fast with overnight dessert the dessert of yesterday you are using that to break your fast some of you that is your state but i have good news for you that story is about to change jesus coconut drink mango mixed with orange banana and pineapple mixture i introduce you to the world of exotic drinks come on clap your hands and praise god
day was suffering created for you whether therefore you eat or you drink do all to the glory of god god is glorified in your eating god is glorified in your drinking those of you who have opportunities to be traveling even to Accra and other places intentionally study dishes and you know their names you know their names so that one day you don't embarrass yourself so whatever you do do it to the glory of god so now what we are beginning to understand is that even in eating even in dressing in drinking water drinks you glorify god in it now if you are glorifying god in your drinking you will not drink drink that is offered to idols and you will not drink alcoholic drinks you will not drink apetashi you won't drink whiskey you will not drink intoxicating wine you will not get yourself drunk because you are glorifying God in your drinking. Now, it only means that God is also saying, even when it comes to your eating and drinking, I want to glorify my name. I need the anointing to work in your life. And people, I notice that in, in life, we spend more of our time on some kind of things than other things. So, if you must be anointed and the anointing must work, all the days of your life and be constant then there are many things and areas in your life the anointing must apply there otherwise in those areas you will not experience um, any anointing because the, those areas maybe you consider them to be um, too simple those kind of areas are not important in that case if they are not important then the Holy Ghost will not be working there and your life will not be blessed now so we look at Jesus and how he outdoed his glory you can only outdoor your glory through the anointing that flows in your life so jesus christ goes to the river jordan the holy ghost comes upon him he goes into the wilderness tempted of the devil he comes back in power he comes back in glory he comes back in victory and jesus the returned from the wilderness full of the power of the holy ghost and it was now time for him to outdoor his glory that means it was time for the holy ghost to just launch jesus it was time for the holy ghost to 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 give a premiering of the anointing that was upon jesus and god chose a place for that holy ghost and for the power and for the glory to outdoor itself and god chose a wedding so i want to talk about the wedding feast of cana and i want to talk about the wine at the wedding feast of cana and i want to talk about the woman at the wedding feast of cana let's start with the wedding that means even at a wedding the anointing is supposed to be at work the anointing must be at work in your wedding a wedding represents activities or events that give normal people pleasure normal people the activity that gives them pleasure is what a wedding represents that means that at your wedding the anointing must work 
in every aspect of your wedding the anointing must work in every aspect of your wedding the wedding is supposed to give you a pleasure it's supposed to give you pleasure that means the celebration itself is supposed to give you pleasure the celebration is supposed to be nice in a wedding the car you drive the anointing will give you a nice car a comfortable thing Look, listen, even if you are in a village and you are walking to go and do your wedding, that walking will be walking in style. At the wedding, God's anointing operates in a wedding. You know, when we started Nintam, Fountain Gate Chapel, Nintam, at weddings, I used to lay hands on the people and they fall under the power. So at a point, I stopped. People are going to marry. In the name of Jesus, we declare you married. Boom. And that's because the anointing works in a marriage. So Jesus is in a wedding and the anointing is working. The wedding represents things that give you pleasure like marriage, music. Music is supposed to be something that will give you pleasure. Sports, football, athletics, ba basketball. So if the anointing comes of Cristiano Ronaldo, he's not supposed to stop playing football and become a pastor. The anointing can come of him and he will dribble you before you know you are dribbled. By the time your eyes open, he's gone. That is the anointing. The anointing can work in your life, in your holiday. So a wedding, you know, many people, we think the anointing does not work in the wedding. That is how people marry and when it comes to even their conjugality, their sex life, they think the Holy Ghost is not there. But I tell you people, if the Holy Ghost is not moving in sports and the Holy Ghost is not moving in music and the Holy Ghost is not moving in entertainment and the Holy Ghost is not moving in academics and the Holy Ghost is not moving in, in ceremonies and the Holy Ghost is not moving in all those things are described. If you take the Holy Ghost out of all those things, the Holy Ghost has become non-involved. The Holy Ghost has become dormant. The Holy Ghost has become um, idle. If you remove the Holy Ghost from marriage, remove the Holy Ghost from music, remove the Holy Ghost from sports, and remove the Holy Ghost from holidaying, it means the Holy Ghost is idle. Because almost all your day, it is either something that has to do with a wedding or a marriage or a family, or something that has to do with sports. Look at Saturday, the length of time we spend on holy soccer. Some of us, you watch Leicester City by versus another team. Then even if your own team is 4-1 down, you are still watching. 5-1, you are still watching. 6-1, you put your tail between your legs and meander out of the room. And after that, as if it's not enough, you sit down and watch Liverpool and Aston Villa and another seven goals are being shaped. And you are still sitting as if someone is forcing you. But you know what? All this and each match is 90 minutes. So 90 plus 90 plus 90. If in that space of watching football for 270 minutes, the Holy Ghost is not in it, then you have wasted that time. It means during that time, the Holy Ghost is not working. You are not moving in the spirit. You are not moving in the anointing. But I believe that even when you are watching all those things, the Holy Ghost is working. So you know what? When I'm sitting down and I'm seeing the thing, 
two one. Red card. No one one. Red card. Rakado bo shikibia. He read it. Three one. Four one. Hey. Five one. Hey. Six one. But the fruit of the spirit is peace. Long suffering. Joy. Peace. In the Holy Ghost. Listen. If not for the Holy Ghost, some of you would have died before by now. You see, you have forgotten that some other people they saw six one and died. Do you remember in Ghana when black stars played a match and somebody fell down and died? Senior, the reason sometimes they do Ariza Balaga Basa and you are still alive is the Holy Ghost. But you know what, people. What I'm simply trying to tell you is that, you know what? I believe in the practicality and the constancy of the anointing that even when I'm watching football is there. When I'm reading or I'm watching a story is there. When I'm dealing with something that is entertaining, the lessons I will pick. That means sometimes when you are busy praying, God is telling you, stop praying and go and take care of your wife. Stop praying and go and take care of your son. Stop praying and go and take care of your neighbor. So you know what people, I read spirituality into everything. Listen, may the anointing follow you into everything you do. Even when you are combing your hair, the anointing is there. When you are in the hairdressing saloon, the anointing is there. May the anointing follow you everywhere. When you take a shoe to polish, may the anointing be there. But whatever you do, may you do it to the glory of God. So even in your wedding, you dress to glorify God. You dress to glorify God. You drink to glorify God. Your wedding day is not an excuse for you to get drunk in the night. Now, so God wants, the anointing wants to be in your wedding, in your sports, in your academics, in your music, in your holiday, everything you do, the things that make you happy, the things that give you pleasure. Then the wine... The wine represents the things that give you laughter. Now, the wine there does not stand for alcoholism because I don't think on that day Jesus intended for them to get drunk and misbehave. He was just talking about substances. The wedding is an event. The wine is a substance. So here he's talking about substances and things that give people happiness, like food, drinks money houses cars success it means the anointing now watch this if jesus is anointing manifested in a wedding and he changed water into wine it means that jesus wants to give you things that will make you happy he wants to give you things that will give you joy he wants to give you things that will give you pleasure he wants to give you things that will make you happy no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly i pray may you have a car that will make you happy may you listen christians feel guilty when they get wine i'm talking wine i mean things that will make you happy 
even wife or husband we don't want the one that will make us happy we want the one that will test us huh? don't you see the woman who sees see a man and say ah this man yeah, mm -mm. me i don't want this man if i marry him people will think it's because of his car if i marry him people will think it's because of a fridge i want to marry a man who we will suffer together you suffer together with your father already <laughs> look at the way you and your father carpenter the way you suffer look at the way you and your mother who used to sell at blekaklu look at the way you suffered and god said you have suffered enough now it's time for you to marry a man and i want to give you a man who will make you happy and make you joyful from day one and you say lord i want to suffer and the marriage counselors make it worse they tell the women you must marry a man who you can grow together i grew with my father together Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabel. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabel Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabel.com until Eastwood Annabel comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.